of all is the one that we serve. Amen. And I just want to just extend that to our fathers. Um, also, we just want to thank those who've come out Amen. this morning. Uh, well, there are a lot of faces we haven't seen in a while. And we're so, so glad that you've come out. And we thank you for being here this morning because there are other places you could have been. Say amen when you can. There, there are other places you could have been. There are other things you could have been doing. But you saw fit to come and to worship God with us this morning. Our scripture was read from 2 Samuel. And we're, we're going to read it again for emphasis sake. Um, I, I, I need an official timekeeper. You got me, Brother Kyrie. I got to go through almost 50 slides. And I'm going to do it quickly. You got it. You got it. So you're going to let me know when I'm getting close to the time, right? All right. He's, he's putting the stopwatch on now. So 2 Samuel. We're talking about uh, an individual that we all are familiar with. David. The Bible says he was a man after God's what? On heart. But in that, even though he was a man after God's own heart, David still made mistakes. David sinned. And David made mistakes. 2 Samuel 13, 1 said, Now David's son Absalom had a beautiful sister named Tamar. And Amnon, her half-brother, fell desperately in love with her. 2 Samuel 13, 37. Absalom fled to his grandfather, Talmai, son of Amahud, the king of Geshur. He stayed there in Geshur for three years. And King David, now reconciled to Amnon's death, longed to be reunited with his son, Absalom. 2 Samuel 14, 21. So the king sent for Joab and told him, All right, go and bring back the young man Absalom. Then Joab went to Geshem and brought Absalom back to Jerusalem. But the king gave this order. Watch the text. Absalom may go to his own house, but he must never come into my presence. That's a father talking to a son. He said, but he must never come into my presence. So Absalom did not see the king or his father. Each day, on average, 30 black Americans are killed by more, are killed by guns, and more than 110 experienced non-fatal injuries. 30 black men and women are killed by a gun every day. Amen. 110 experience non-fatal injuries. At least every other day a black person is shot and killed by a police. These trends worsen in large cities where black Americans make up 68%. So that's six, almost seven out of every 10 of the homicide victims. 
In addition, there tends to be less public and private investment in majority black neighborhoods that can translate into fewer resources in the neighborhood, especially relative to need. That's a lot of big words saying that we ain't getting what we need. For example, a lack of resources for programs for adolescents, young adults that might help them to stay away from gangs and street conflict. Now, I don't want to, I'm not going to stand up here to bash the police. Because the Bible says, Brother Jerry talked about it this morning, that those officials are there. And we're supposed to respect them. But now we're living in some times where this world has kind of got it twisted. And there are some good policemen. When somebody is is breaking in your house, you you want a good one to come. I'm sorry, I said I wasn't going to walk this this morning. And when, when you have been speeding, you want a good one to pull you over. So, but we don't want to label all out because the Bible said they are there for a reason. I want to talk to us because the killings haven't stopped. Um, and I just want to just, just be plain. On in this day and time, it's not about trying to buck those in authority. Yeah. Right now. It's not the time to show your African Americanism. Mm. Right. Let me, let me. Your black power. There's a time and a place. Not only we can't put the fault on our policemen, because we've the the camera and video have focused in on what the policemen are doing. But the camera hasn't focused in on what we're still having in our neighborhood. And we get so stirred up because we see this what's going on, but it's nothing to hear shots fired in our neighborhood. Or to see ambulances roll by. As we said last week, our young people are hurting. And there seems to be a magnetism toward violence. So in this day and time, I want to talk to us plainly. I know it's Father's Day, but a Father's Day message is going to come out of this. I promised our young folks that I was going to do part two. So I want you to help me out. If you are a parent and you're able, please stand up. If you are a parent or a grandparent, please stand up. You young folks, look around. Now, every parent and our grandparent that has done everything perfectly, stay standing. 
Young folks, pay attention. Now I want all the children here. If you are a young person and you are not a parent, let me put it that way, stand up. Now you just saw that there wasn't a perfect, what, parent. Parents make mistakes. We all have made mistakes now. Those of you who are standing now, if you are a perfect child, remain standing. Wait a minute. Why isn't there someone standing with the parents and someone standing with the children? The reason is because we're doing the best we can. Everyone makes mistakes. We try to live a life that for our children and our grandchildren, but we have erred in some way. This, in this day and time, we may not be able to raise our children quite like we were raised. Say amen when you can. Amen. But that doesn't mean that the way we were raised was wrong. Now, we know who that is. Yes, who is that? Trayvon Martin. Who is that? Tamir Rice. Who is that? We all know these people. Breonna Taylor. Who is that? What is devil? Who is that? Atiana Jefferson. Who is that? Name is Natasha Anderson. You see what she has on? But these are all young folks who've been killed. Some you know, some you do not know. Who is that? Come on, say it. Eric who? Eric Gardner. Some we know, some we do not know. George Floyd. These photos are sketched in our minds and they will be in our minds forever. But I want to bring it closer to home. We saw what happened to some of these victims. We've seen the parents and the children agonize and We've we've seen all the the court cases. In Proverbs 4.3, it says, For I was my father's son, and I was tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. Each one of these individuals were their father's sons. Mm -hmm. 
And they were beloved in the sight of their mother. No matter how grown you get, your mother still sees you tender. Say amen when you can, those of you who are mama's boys like me. But all these individuals and many more individuals from our neighborhood, they had fathers. And they had mothers. You heard the story that when George Floyd, the last seconds of his life, he was crawling out to who? Mama says I was tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. So I want to talk to both sides today. Because we never know the last time we will see each other. These individuals, little did they, did their families know that that was the last time they will see them alive. Amen. Right. Last time walking out the door yeah. to never return. And I want to talk to our parents yeah. and our children, no matter what's going on, yeah. be careful. Of your relationships. Never let it be that that was the last time. That you saw your son. You saw your daughter. Or you saw your mama. You saw your daddy. Live in a way. So that if it's the last time. We're good. It's going to get quiet. I'm not going to get too many amens in a moment. Because a lot of times people, their relationship doesn't, isn't going to go in. One party, the, the children may be mad at the parents. Or the parents may be disappointed in the child. And something happens to the other. And then you wish. That I had one more time. I know that's bad English, but y'all got it. One more second, one more minute with my child. One more minute with my mama. One more minute with my daddy. Don't let that happen here at Locust Grove. Be careful on your relationships. Because we never know when is the last time. There used to be a song which sing, this may be the last time. So make sure that your relationship, because a lot of families have some things going on. Y'all ain't got to say amen. I'll talk about my family. Like we have some, some, some things, some elephants in the room, some things we haven't settled, some things we haven't gotten off our chest. And we've been holding it for a long time. That's why at some funerals, and I hate to say it, sometimes the ones that didn't do anything when the person was living, are the loudest ones. 
and carrying on and, and trying to get in the, in the casket. You ain't trying to get in the casket. You got a lot of guilt. You hollered for mama and mama was on the other side of town and you didn't go over there. The check on mama. And you hollered. Falling all down at the funeral. But that's guilt. And I want to talk to us for a few minutes. Let's not have any guilt. Between our family members. Parents and children. Both stood up. Both said they've made mistakes. So let's, let's look at it. For this morning, the title of our lesson is, Is the Young Man Safe? And when I say young man, I'm talking about young ladies too. So it's a general. So the thing is, are my children and we're going to look at David. Let's go through it. Let's get to it. we got a lot of things to go. I'm going to tell you a story. We're going to go from chapter 13 in 2 Samuel all the way to chapter 18. Quickly. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister. And her name was Tamar. But they had a half-brother named Amnon. Young people. The brother fell in love with his sister. It was his half sister. We say half, but it was still his sister. Amen. Amen. He fell in love. And it bothered him that every day he was so he was just sick. He fell sick because he wanted his sister. I told y'all about watching these movies and these Netflix things. That's some, that's some stories in his body. So he said, he, and she was a virgin. But his, her brother wanted her. And, but Emma, he had a friend. Young people, you always going to have some slick friend that's going to give you some advice. You always got somebody with an answer that, 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 that's good at scheming. They said he had a, he had a, a friend named jo- Jonadab. And he was very subtle. Subtle, that means he was slick. He could come up, young folk, there you got some friends, you have to look out. Because they slick now. Yeah. And we're going to show you how what these slick friends would do to you. So that slick friend told him. He said, why are you so sad? You're the king's son. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Play sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then invite have the king. Oh. Oh, Lord. What is the devil? Yeah, I tell the story about myself now. All right. And he said, play sick. He said, lay down on the bed and make yourself sick. And act sick. And then when the king come, you tell the king to have your sister cook you something. To get the, your sister to your house. Boy, this, boy this, y'all, t- ooh, some low down stuff. Yeah. Young folks, people will play sick. Yeah. To fool you. Yeah. Oh, you, you done broke my heart. Yeah. Young ladies, you done broke my heart. I, I thought you loved me. So he played sick. And he asked the king. He said, verse 6, so Ammon lay down and made himself sick. When the king came to see him, Ammon said to the king, I pray thee, let my sister come and cook me something. 
Now I got this in red because I'm going to show everything in blue going to be where the, the children made a mistake. Yeah. And I'm going to show in red where the parent made a mistake. Yeah. So he said, then David sent home to Tamar saying, go now to thy brother's Amon's house and dress him some meat. You would think that from the surface that that ain't nothing wrong with my dad sending my sister over to cook for me. Amen. Amen. But parent, you got to know your children. Don't never say what your child won't do. You got to know your children. You got to watch. All our children are different. And contrary to what you believe, they ain't perfect. So just watch them. We, we pray that they're good and have good character, but sometimes we got some like this. So David said, go on over there, Tamar. So she went to Amon's house, started cooking, fixed whatever he want, wanted. Here's what we get to the nitty gritty. And Amon, verse 10, said to Tamar, bring the meat into the chamber. I'm not going to eat at the dining room table. Bring it into the bedroom. And when she had brought them unto him, he took hold of her and said, come what? Lie with me. Come lay with me. Now, now, now you see what he wanted to do. She came over there for a good reason. All right? And she said, this is going to cause shame. We can't do this. But then she told him, look at this. Y'all remember Abraham and Sarah, they were half what? How they were related. Come on, come on, Bereans. They were half brothers and sisters, weren't they? Yeah. So this is what it said. Now, therefore, I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold. That was common, but you had to have the permission from who? The king. All right. He didn't hearken to. He was stronger, young folks, and he raped his sister. I told you I'm going to talk plainly to her. A brother raped his sister. And then, after he, those 15, 20 minutes, maybe five or ten, that's for another topic at another time. After he did and got his, yeah, that too. After he was satisfied, he immediately started hating. I told you I'm going to talk to young folks and young ladies. The most precious thing you got. Hold on to it. Because a lot of times the script going to flip. So once he got what he wanted, he hated her. And he hated her more than when he thought he was in love with her. And he said, be gone. What is what is what is it? Uh, then he called his servant. It gets worse than that. He called his servant to put her out and lock the door behind her. And she had a garment of colors. See, back then, there the young ladies wore special attire that showed that you were still a virgin. And then she just cried, put ashes on her head, tore off that dress, and she went on crying. Verse 20, where it started to get deep, young folk. And Absalom, her brother, said unto her, Hath Amnon, 
Thy brother. What? Been with thee. Y'all remember when I said when David sent on there? Over there, and you know, I had it in red. Yeah. Now, Absalom knew exactly. Yeah. Why didn't David pick up on these tendencies? Amen. Parents, you got to watch in between the details. How did Absalom automatically know who had been with his sister? Because he had spotted it. Wait a yeah. minute. Something ain't right about yeah. this. That's right. So he said, he told her, he said, hold your peace. So she remained desolate. You know how you feel? Well, not too young, man. Young ladies, that's the worst feeling they tell me. Mm-hmm. When you have given up your virginity mm-hmm. and the young man just saw you as another notch. I need an air on because it's getting hot in here. There's another notch in his belt. They, they say that's a, that's a bad feeling. That's what she, she didn't even, she stayed in her brother's house. She didn't even want folks to see her anymore. All right. But when King David heard of all these things, what it said, he was very rough. A man. Is that all you are, David? You had two children sleep together and you just mad? Yeah. Right. Parents, there are some things. Amen. I told you I'm going to talk to the parents. There are some things you got to deal with. Just because you mad but you ain't did nothing about it. Yeah. That's right. How you going to let your children sleep with each other and you just be mad? Yeah. That's something that... And Absalom speaking to his brother Amnon, neither good or bad. Absalom just played that thing off. Mm-hmm. And he, but it, what it said, he hated it because he had raped his sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you see, young, young folks, y'all, I don't know who, what he had in him, but he had a little patience. Mm-hmm. You know, the devil can be patient with you to get you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I ain't going to show my hand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just act like everything all right. Mm-hmm. And it said, he planned this for two full years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he went to his dad. And he said, Behold, thy servant has sheep shears. Let the king up and seize thee and his servant come go. So he said, He went to the king David. He went to his dad. He said, well, I'm finna do a, do a big eating. And I want everybody to come. Mm-hmm. But King David told him, No, my son, all us come. Your, your pockets ain't deep enough. Right. It's a good gesture, but you, you can't take handle all of us. Mm-hmm. And so he said, Well, if not, I pray thee, let my brother mm-hmm. Amnon. Mm-hmm. And the king said, why should he go with you? You should have been. You asked the right question, parents. Yeah. Sometimes you ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. But you let your children do what Absalom did. But Absalom kept pressing. Mm-hmm. And then the king finally said, well, go ahead. Go to the party. Absalom had told his servants, now I'm going to bring my brother in here. Now I need y'all to be strong. Don't, don't be fearful. Because right. we're going to kill him. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is what the whole thing is. We go, he think I've forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't forgotten nothing. That's a hard thing to forget you raped my sister now. Yeah. Yeah. 
and daddy didn't do nothing? I got to do it. So he said, he told his servants. So they, they killed Then all the king, they killed him. And the servants of Absalom did as, as, as servants of Absalom did that to Amnon. When the brothers and sisters of Amnon, all the king's other sons and daughters saw that, boy, they left quickly. Boy, they got up, they fled. <laughs> we would too. And it came to pass that word got to David. Did David go again? Word got to David that all his children were dead. Parents, be careful of the rumors and the tidings you hear about your children also. Wait before you jump to conclusions and react. Don't believe everything that you hear about your children. Until you find out. I just told you, none of them perfect. You can't say what they won't do, but then sometimes they do the right thing. So just because they friends doing it, don't mean they doing it. Amen, young folk. All right. And so then the king arose. Now he all reacting because he think all the chilling gone. Then, y'all remember that cat that I told you that started this mess? Amnon's friend. Watch how the devil circle back around. Because he already knew what the story was and what the whole deal was. So he's going to come there like he innocent. He said, None of they haven't slain all the young men, Kent, for only for Amnon only is dead. Then he said, Now I'm gonna tell you the whole story. Uh-huh. For by the appointment of Absalom, this is determined from the day that what he forced his sister to take. King, I, I I didn't want to tell you, but uh, uh, uh you, you, you parents, why are we always the last ones to know? Oh, yeah. I got to bring it on home. Some of y'all know what's going on with my children in church. And you won't tell me. Uh, I I, I knew. uh, I just didn't want to. Wait a minute. You're supposed to love me. If you see my my children, my son and my daughter out there, you're supposed to. But I ain't say Herod from the cousin, from the cousin, from the aunt. I said, but if you've seen something. And you know something, you come tell me. Amen. Not after the fact. Amen. All right, so, so he, he wanted to do it. All right, so Absalom fled because he had killed his brother. Uh, and Jonadab said to King, told son, and I, I'm trying to go through fast. So Absalom fled. And read this story. And he went to Geshur. He fled for three years. years. Geshur went too far. He actually went to his granddad. Oh, Lord. That's another one. All right, relatives. Sometimes there's some things you don't get involved with. Amen. 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 Right. Right now. Amen. How, my, how your aunt going to tell you something better than your parents? That's right. That's right. His granddad should have sent him on back. That's right. Amen. I remember my, my dad said that one thing he loved about my, um, his father-in-law, my granddad, was when him and my, my mama had problems, and she would run over there back to daddy's house. He would send her right on back yeah. to the house. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Amen. Yeah. All right. Okay. So he's three years. 
And so knowing this, he said, but David missed his son because he had gotten over Amnon. He was comforted that Amnon, because, you know, at the time, you, you start feeling better. But he still missed his son. And sometimes it's good for us parents to have some, some friends that just talk to us frankly. Amen. 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 Some, we need to have some friends that knew you before you had children. Before you got to the level you own, they can come and tell you, man, I remember when you was scuffling. Yes, sir. Somebody that can talk to you. Yeah. And Joab came to him. Well, he went and, and he got a woman. Joab said, I, I need to get a woman. Uh, uh, it was sort of like a priest, like a, uh, not a priestess, but a, a woman who, who was well known. So he put the words in her mouth to go to King David. Now he's coming up with this plan to get Absalom back because he knows that daddy and son need to reconcile. So he sent this woman. And so she came and she, and she spoke to, to the king. Verse 3, next chapter. And speak on this manner. So joke. All right. Then he asked her while she was talking. And the king said, it's not the hand of who? Joy. Joy. So he picked up this. This ain't nobody. You know too much. Yeah. This ain't nobody but my friend that knows the real deal between us. Uh-huh. And she spilled the bean. But here's the thing. How can he recognize Joab's doing, yeah. but he couldn't recognize his own son's doing? He knew the character of Joab, but you should have known your children. And so he said, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the king said to Joab, behold, now I have done this thing. Therefore, go get it. We said David was after God's own heart. He said, y'all are right. Go get it. Joab rose and he went and brought Absalom. This is where the parent made another mistake. You put all this in place. You told him to go get your son. To reconcile. But in verse 24, and the king said, let him turn, go, let him go to his own house. And let him not see my face. Wait a minute. Three years. You're talking about you feeling and you want your son and you get the opportunity. But because of your pride, you don't reconcile with your child. He can come back. He, okay, he, he, long, long as he don't, long as I don't see him. He can be in the vicinity. But long as I don't see him, we all right. What is that? You a man after God's own heart. Parents. I know our children can do some things, but what is it where you say you don't want to see your child? What possibly can your child have done? Well, he's in your household, well, in your kingdom, in your vicinity, and you say, I don't want to see him. And you're supposed to be a Christian, a man after God's own heart. So he said, I don't want to see his face. Now we start to focus, now the story focus on Absalom. I'm almost there. All Israel knew 
Absalom was a bad man. Absalom was a handsome man. I need to, I need to get one of your young sisters. Um, what's a handsome man now? I ain't talking about him here. <laughs> 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 talking about maybe in the movies or somewhere. Who, who, you, who you know is handsome? All right, Michael B. Jordan. Thank you, baby. Mike, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan couldn't touch him. Epsilon, he said, his beauty was from the soul of his foot. You know, some of us, if we take our shoes off, we got some, we got some crawdad at his feet. But he said, even his toes and his feet look good, Jamal. He said, from the sole of his feet to the top of his head. He was a bad man, sisters, young lady. That was a brother. And he said, and when he pulled his hair, pulled when he cut, he had so much hair. He had, when he cut it, it said, it weighed at 200 shekels. That means he, he had five pounds of hair. I'm going to wish. Can't do it, can't I? See y'all? Five pounds. Those, you, you sisters, y'all know that hair can be. I think you may have the longest hair here, and you and her. And Sister Sam. That ain't nothing. Five pounds. He carried five pounds on his head. So he, he was a bad man. He, y'all, would, y'all would drop y'all husband for Absalom. That's how bad he looked. If, if you the look of type, if you're looking for looks, that's who Absalom was. So why his father wouldn't see him? Absalom done had some children. So David got some grandchildren. And then he even named this. One of his children, one of his, his daughters, Tamar. And she was beautiful. But daddy don't know this. Daddy refusing to come and see what I'm... We've been separated and daddy don't know that. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I'm working hard. I done started a family. I'm trying to do. I'm going my own path. But daddy and his pride. Therefore, Absalom sent for Joab. He sent for him, but Joab didn't come. He sent for him again. Joab didn't come. He's trying to get Joab called Joab, the one that came and got him and told him to come back. But he can't find Joab. So now, young folks, told y'all that the New Testament ain't always in you sometimes. It takes time for that spirit to grow. So, so Absalom, bitter young man, he said, told the service, okay, if he won't come to me, he got some fields next to my field. Go burn them. That's like, you know, go, go throw a rock through his, he gonna come when I throw this rock through his car window. He gonna come when I pour this sugar in his tank. So he sent his servants, and they went and they burnt the field. Then Joab came in and asked him, he said, why have you burnt my field? And to make a long story short, he said, I could have stayed where I was. Why did you have me come to the king? 
Why did I come here if I ain't going to see the king? My daddy. My daddy's right across town. What's stopping us from reconciling? You came and got me. So now am I just supposed to stay here and don't have any kind of relationship with my daddy? Young folks, older folks, parents, you're so close and you you don't have a relationship? So Joab went to the king and he called him. And so he, let's see what I got on the line. Absalom came. So instead of them sitting down, getting things together, the king, Absalom, did the procedural thing. And the king did the procedural thing. Absalom bowed. Everybody bowed. And the king kissed Absalom. That's it. All this strife we got. We see each other. And we just speak and keep going. Knowing we got some problems. This is my child. That's my daddy. Why can't we sit down and reconcile? This may be the last time we see each other. And so, and it came to pass. Okay, dad. Just like parents, there's a lot of Children who are upset with their parents and they try to show them. So Absalom, Absalom said, Okay, Dad, let, let me start getting my folks together. He prepared us some cherries and some horses. And then he rose up and he started going to in the city where the people were. And the king is, one of the duties of the king is to do judgment between, on different disputes. So Absalom starts saying, if the king had appointed a man to do this, you wouldn't be worried. And he started doing it. Absalom started talking to some of the king's people. Sometimes your kids will go to the folk, go to a lot of folks and try to turn them against you. So Absalom went and Absalom said, see the matters of good and right, but there is no man. Then he said, on this matter, Absalom, so he went to all Israel. He's just going in the street. He's just getting all these folks to get on this side. Look at that last thing he said. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. He was just telling them, I'll be better than my dad was. Mm-hmm. And he started kissing them and, and showing them a little love. So the whole city Fell in love with Absalom. Mm-hmm. And it came to pass. He did this for 40 years. Mm-hmm. That Absalom said to the king, he said, now nah, I need to go ahead and put this plan into place. I need to show daddy something. Because daddy, daddy hasn't treated me right, treated me right. So I need to show him that I can take his place. Mm-hmm. So he went to daddy and he said, Dad, allow me to go make a vow because I, I, I want to do right in God's sight. That's, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. So the king told him, go in peace. So he went. David allowed him to go to other parts. But while he was going to other parts, he put spies. Mm-hmm. Boy, this plan coming together. Mm-hmm. We finna overthrow David. 
Parents, there's sometimes there's some things we can do that we treat our kids where they totally are our enemies now. Be careful. Now he's my enemy. I didn't go sin when I needed to. When it was still a chance. Now he's about to show me something. So he said, he put spies all through the tribes of Israel. I want y'all to say that Epsilon is the one that's reigning. <laughs> Epsilon is, I'm going to show that. I only, okay, you don't want to talk to me? I'm going to do my thing over him. And I'm going to be better and bigger and have more cause. My house going to be bigger. I'm going to be better than my daddy. <laughs> because now my daddy has put enmity. Yes. So I'm going to be better. And Epsilon sent for hit the pail, hit the fail. Now, Hithophel used to be the counselor to David. But since sometimes parents, we can have our kids so mad at us that they do some crazy thing that we don't even believe that they would do. Hithophel. When, 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 when they're so mad and when the world has them, they'll do some things that, is that my son? Yeah. But you brought this on. Yeah. He said, sacrifice and conspiracy was strong. So the conspiracy was strong. So David had to leave, but I ain't got to uh, hit the pail yet. Um, David went to the mountain, came to uh, Okay. A hit the pail told Absalom to go sleep with all David's concubines. But I want you to sleep with them in front of everybody. Now you talking about scandalous Yes. Yes. Deceitful. Yes. He went and he slept with all David's concubines, his girlfriends, in front of everybody. Uh-huh. I don't know how that guy didn't get in there. <laughs> and then, so here's the thing about it. We're in chapter 16. David's still weeping. He's moved out of the, the palace. Parents wouldn't. People think you're having problems with your kids. Everybody is not sad for you. When your kids have done some, and they've done some outrageous things, there's some people that'll kick you when you die. This joker here, Shimmy, saw David and started cursing him and throwing rocks and saying that this should happen to you. Mm-hmm. Some, all right, y'all. Everybody in the church don't want your children to be, good, be successful. He all, they always put their children up on the path. And you may have just wanted to bet. They've always acted like their children were better than ours. So when your children hit a bump, everybody ain't saved. Some people are, that's good for them. All right, all right. Y'all keep believing that. That won't happen if you want. All right. So he's saying, start throwing stuff at David. He cursing him. And then hit the last thing. Oh, here it is. Absalom asked, hit the pail, get counsel on what she, we should do. 
So he told Absalom, tent in the top of the house. Absalom went into his father's concubines in the sight of all of Israel. What kind of advice is that to give? Young folks, be careful of who's in your ear. Be careful who's in your ear. Then he said, later on, this same guy that gave him that crazy advice, look what happened to him. He put his household in order and what? And hanged himself. There's some people you don't, you don't, you don't ask a drug head for advice on how to get off drugs. You may ask one that's recovered, but not one that's beating you to the to the trap house. But y'all eat know. So, and David numbered the people. So we finna have war. Let's, as we bring this thing to a conclusion. So David, y'all know David is young folks. Your parents ain't get old by being stupid. Amen. Amen. By being no fool. I know there are a lot of fools that are, that, are, that are dead, but they still here, so they had to do something right. Amen. So David started planning, so he split his army up. And then the people, David wanted to go. Now daddy want to be active. But the people said, that, that shouldn't go. You know, because you're more important than we are. And the king said to them, what's, it, what's the best thing for you to do? Well, here it comes. Here it comes. This is what y'all been waiting on. And the king stood by the gate, and all the people came out hundreds, and by the thousands. And the king commanded Joab and Abishai and Ittai, saying, For my sake, if you come across my son, I know he's caused me a lot of pain. I know he's doing some things that I never thought he would take me through. But not for, don't look at him. Look at me for my sake. So that's what we're saying today. When my young folk, when they go outside, outside my door, Mr. Police Officer, don't deal with them because I ain't look. Deal gently with them for my sake. When they're in the neighborhoods, they may be out there being rowdy too, but whoever they're dealing with, think about me and his mama. And what we stand for. So I want you to deal gently. Because he's going down a path that I don't understand. But still, for my sake, not even for his sake. So, for my sake, deal gently with Alex, Amir, April, Ariana. For my sake, Mr. Police Officer, deal gently with Brian, Elijah, Hannah, Hamilton, Harrison, Hedora, deal gently with them when they go outside my door. Deal gently 
when they're in the streets, deal gently with Jacob, Amen. Jeremiah, Jalen, Jasmine. Deal gently with them. Jordan, Jackson, Amen. Jamal, Caleb. When I'm not around them, Amen. Lord, watch over them. Amen. Whoever they're dealing with, deal gently with Caleb. Kaleen, Queen, Candace. Deal gently with them. Cameron, Cameron, Kim Patrick. Please deal gently with my children. Amen. Amen. Deal gently with London. Deal gently with old Maverick back there. Deal gently with peace. Deal gently with Quentin. See, now, I had memorized this, but my, my, my gas is running slow, and I may be messing up, so that's why I'm looking up here, because I'm closing this thing. Deal gently with C and Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Deal gently with Tania, Tanaja, Tariana, Taylor. Amen. All those I didn't call out, deal gently with them. Yeah. Yeah. Not for their sake, yeah. but because of me. Amen. I'm trying to do, I've tried to do what's right. I tried to raise them right. So I want you to deal gently. Not for their sake. And if I missed your kid, your children, I'm sorry. But I'm talking about all our children. I, I didn't call out my grandchildren, my children. But that's, that's what I pray. I want them to deal gently. When they come in contact with the adversary, Lord, be with them. For my sake. So that's what he said here. I know he's, he slept with my concubines. He's trying to take over my kingdom. He's lying on me. But when you find me, I ain't worried about that. That's my song. I want you to deal gently with him for my sake. And then, so the war go on. David, he put the people, his men in the right place. Verse 9, it says, And Absalom met the servants of David. And Absalom rode upon a mule. And the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak. And his hair got caught in that oak. And he was taken up. So his hair got caught. It, it snatched him off that mule. So he was just hanging there. Be careful, young folks. Honor thy father and thy mother. That thy days may be long. I'd rather for you to sit down with mom and dad than to disrespect them. We got got to have a conversation. That's on both parts, but don't disrespect them. Because this may happen to you. And he was taken up. The mule went on, but he was just hanging there. Somebody saw it. So they went back and told Joab. He said, behold, I saw him. I saw Absalom hanging in the tree. Joab said, you didn't kill him? Remember David had said, don't touch him. That's why I said for my sake. Because I told you, because what I represent this man was doing what he spoke. And he told him, he said, I wouldn't have told, I wouldn't have touched him for all the some silver, for, for some money. Because David said, don't touch him. Yeah. 
do with Joab. You're going to have some people that. Joab was the one that brought him there. Yeah. Yeah. And it says, Joab, beware of that. Okay. And Joab, then Joab, he said, I don't even want to hear this. And he went and took three darts in his hand and thrust him in the heart of Absalom. Now then, you're the one that brought us together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, why didn't he? Then ten young men, they had Joab on, but they could pass, and they, they slew him. They, they did stuff to him. And Joab blew the, trump, the trumpet, so the war was over, because we've killed Absalom. Yeah. Everyone went home. Absalom, his body was cast into a pit. The downfall, pride before the fall. I'm closing this, y'all. Now, boy, you always got some, 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 some self gain, some, some seeking somebody that want to put themselves up when time is rough. Let, you got this fool named Amaz. He said, Let me go tell him. I want to go tell the king. Joab was like, this ain't no good thing. That's like somebody coming to tell me that my son's a dead. That ain't no, that ain't no happy occasion. I just saw the police taking your son down. That ain't, that ain't nothing to be joyous about. You have to look at people's motives. And so he came. And he said he begged him. Joab was trying to tell him. And boy, here we go again, boy, y'all. I don't even know how to handle this, but I'm going to show you something. Joab said, you don't need to go. I'm going to sit in that black man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a cush. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it later. We're going to sit in that cush because the person that bearing the news of the son dead may not live. Amen. And another thing, y'all know like in the, in the Olympics, y'all, y'all know those long distance runners? Yeah. They usually come from Ethiopia and, mm-hmm. and Africa, Amen. Kenya. Send that cush, you'll get there quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's long distance. Yeah. So he sent the cush. But this guy kept saying, I still want to go. Let me go run after the cush. And so Joab finally let him go. And he said, Run. That cat took a shortcut. Got in front of the cush, the black man, and made it there. Here we get to David. David mourning over what's all going on. He's at the gate. Then a watchman say, I see somebody coming. I see a runner coming. A man running alone. And the watchman said, then I see another. I see two men coming. And he calls them because how they run. One of them looked familiar. Then David, like we parents are, any little sight, any little inclination of our children getting on the right yeah. track. Yeah. Oh, David said, perhaps they're going to bring me some good tidings of my son. Yeah. Uh, boy, they're going to tell me something good about my son. But then, Amahaz came and he, he said to the king, all is well. <laughs> he didn't borrow your things. To the he said, all is well. And he fell down to the ground. He just using all this pomp and circumstance. David was like, get to the point. Is the young man safe? I don't want to hear all this other stuff. 
only thing I want to know. When you get that midnight call, you don't want to hear. Yeah. When, 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 you, when they call you down to the precinct, you don't want to hear all you want. What the, is he all right? What happened? Yeah. Get, give me the facts. You're trying to blow it all up. He's talking about, I saw all the fighting, in which he's lying, but I ain't know what it was. Then, King David even do better than that. I'm closing. Move out the way. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear about my son. Turn aside and stay here. Move out the way. Then the cush came. Because you ain't got, ain't got no dog in this battle. I just got to tell the truth and deal with it. Deal with it. He said, My Lord the King, for the Lord had avenged thee this day of all them that rose up against thee. And the king asked the Cush, Is Absalom safe? Is my son safe? And the Cush answered, The enemies of my Lord the King. And all that rise up against the duty hurt, be as that young man. And just like it is now. But she was quiet. The king was much moved. He left. He went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And he cried. He said, oh, my son, Absalom. My son, my son. What I had gone had I died. If I had only spent more time with him. He was young. God should have taken me. Because I'm the reason. That my son perhaps ain't here no more. Oh, Absalom. My son. Parents. Children. Don't do this. Amen. Don't let it be one of us crying for our children. Right now. For the last time we saw them. We had an argument. Mm -hmm. We weren't on the same path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing should come between us that we can't sit down. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to call, be calling. God forbid for one of our, those names that I called up here. Saying that I wish that I had died. Because I'm partly the reason why my son is dead. Maybe when he was wanted to spend more time with me. And I was watching the game. And I was hunting. Maybe when my daughter came in the kitchen and wanted me to show her mama how to cook. And I had my mind on something else. Maybe when they just came in and wanted to sit down. And talk. Yeah. But I had something else on my mind. Yeah. 
Maybe because I was thinking about my job. I was thinking about everything else. Now I'm crying. Oh, Absalom. I wish I had a die. Because I didn't prepare you. And now you're dead. And I'm partly the fault. Come on up, bro. Parents, as Christians, as children of God, there's nothing that can be reconciled. And you may sit up here. We sit up here. And we act holier than now. And know we got some things we need to take care of in our families. Be careful. Because today may be the last time you see your child. I don't know even if it's appropriate for me to say this. Well, y'all already know. We had an incident that happened here. I don't know who his parents were, but we showed (coughs) Brother May met some relatives. They didn't know that that was going to be the last time that they would see their cousin, a young man. So you you can't, let me say this as I extend the invitation. We can't heal anyone out there till we heal. We don't, we don't need to go out there. Don't, don't even try. Don't, 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 don't. Mm, it's a waste of time until we heal each other. Don't let the day go by knowing that there's some things that you need to get right. Yes, sir. And sometimes the children, you children, the, you may need to be the bigger of the two. Mama, Dad, I'm sorry. I'm, I was wrong. Because a lot live in a way Live a Christian life because none of us know where death is. Amen. But even in that, we, those of us who have been saved, who have been baptized, and members of the Lord's church, the church of Christ, we know that even if he take me, I just pray that I have done all the things reconciled with family members. Young folk. There are more young folk dying than older folk. There's a heaven and there's a hell for you. Get that thing right. I ain't stunning. Mama didn't do nothing for me. Sit down and talk with my Maybe mama couldn't. Instead of just counting mama out. Count daddy out. 
Even if they didn't do you a penny, they still your mama and your daddy. Amen. You be the bigger. You show them that even though you didn't help me, I'm at the point where I still can help you. have this type of attitude if you don't have Christ in you. If you need prayer, that's, that's what we do best. Our brother this morning, Sister Till, my son, he said, pray for my son. So he's asking for his sake. And I knew I was coming with this. Oh, yes, sir. I told you to hold on, brother. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. Because yeah. no parent wants to see their children suffer. Amen. 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 God is able. Amen. We'll pray for you. All our families need some prayer. Amen. And if you're not a member of the church, you ought to be. Yeah. You got to be if you want to go to heaven. I know that's bad, Grandma. We'll baptize you. Let us sit down and have this talk. Yeah. If you find yourself in any of these categories, we bid you to come as we stand and sing the invitation. Page 98, I surrender all. Oh, to Jesus.